and welcome to Your Band Sucks at Business, a podcast on the business of running a band. My name is Malcolm Onflood. I am joined today in the flesh by Marcus Manhas. Wow. Welcome back to the island, man. I know, it's crazy. Funny that it worked out that I'm here. People listening to this will be hearing it like a month from now, though. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening to this now, which you have to be listening to it now, I'm not with Malcolm anymore. (laughs) We should remove timelines from the podcast. This is going to be confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, right now I'm in on the island, Vancouver Island. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in Malcolm's room. And you've got uh, shows coming up. Yes. One show. (laughs) A long way to go for one show. Yeah. Yeah. It's been weird lately just because things have been changing so quickly, like with health guidelines and stuff. So we had two shows and then that ended up being one show. It was full capacity. And as of right now, it's been reduced back again. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Like I was already out here and they reduced the capacity again, apparently. So, but it's been changing so quickly that it might go back up, I guess. I don't really know, but it's a little difficult to try to plan, right? When it keeps changing this quickly. I imagine the ticket retailers are hating their lives right now. Yeah, I think it's difficult. I mean, it's just a difficult time. Totally understand that. But yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Came all the way up. I mean, it's still going to happen and it's going to be great. The capacity is still big. It's going to be a solid show, but definitely kind of hard to plan things when it changes so fast yes yeah i wish i could make it to the show yeah it's gonna be a good one for sure i'm excited but yeah long way for one show <laughs> that's canada yeah <laughs> all right well let's just jump right into it so today we are going to be talking about coordinating release days coordinating which day you release your music on i guess more accurately so what do we mean when we say coordinating what are we coordinating it's important to coordinate the day that you release an album a single really anything i mean music videos and and like supplementary content i guess less so but definitely like the single release or an album release should be coordinated as well as you possibly can with other bands in your area I mean, you're not going to reach out to every single band in your area and say, hey, do you have a really, you know, but it's really important to not be competing, especially locally with album or single releases. So that's one aspect of it. But also if you're going to radio, that's super important. And obviously if you're hiring a really good radio promoter, they're very involved in when you go to radio. That's also an interesting one because you don't necessarily have to go to radio on the release day of a single, right? You can, it's kind of its own thing. But it is still something that's really important to talk to your radio promoter about before you commit to a release day for a single. To me, there's like two places that you need to check in with before you commit to a release because there's nothing worse than being like, our single comes out on Friday and then you find out that there's two other local bands who might be bigger or something or like in the same space. If you're like a blues rock band and the other blues rock band in town's releasing their album that day, you're kind of kind of a tough thing to... Totally. You're going to have a really hard time getting that audience's attention and if you're doing a release show you're screwed as well yeah yeah totally you don't want to try to compete with bands locally it just doesn't make sense especially if you have the same fan bases obviously it depends you're not going to be checking in with every band and if like a folk band's releasing an album and you're a rock band it's not so much of a big deal for the most part but yeah i think it just depends the spaces you're in if you're going for radio local radio and so is that band that's tough too because they can't play both of you if you don't immediately, just from this conversation already, have like a couple bands in your head who you think you should be touching base with, you've got homework to do. I think you should instantly, from us mentioning this, know, oh, I know the bands, like the bands we always play with. Those are the ones we need to talk to. Make sure that they don't have anything on their calendar for that date you're thinking of. Yeah, totally. It is quite rare, I think, to be releasing songs at the same, like on the same day. I don't think we ever had that issue in our local scene. And we didn't really do any check-ins or anything like that. but. I think if you know the bands 
that you'd be kind of not competing because obviously it's not competitive, but for the sake of this conversation, it's easier to see it as a competition for fans or for ears. So yeah, if you know those bands, it definitely doesn't hurt just to be like, especially if you're friends with them. And if you know that they have a release cycle at the same time as you, then yeah, it's definitely worth like a little check-in just to be like, yo, we have our first single coming out this day. Please don't release yours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you're right. It's probably not going to be a problem, but it's worth checking. It doesn't even have to be that you're both releasing music, though. If they're planning to just do a big show on that day, that's not yeah. necessarily great. If they've got a music video for a past release coming out that day, that's still the same problem, really. Yeah, totally. Actually, the show one's really good, especially with shows coming back in a smaller market, like even Victoria, for example. If the band is kind of like in the same space as you and maybe the same size, you're most likely going to be playing the same venue. So at least in that sense, you're probably a little bit safer because obviously if that band's already got a hold on the venue, then... But in a bigger market like Toronto, tons of venues, obviously there's more people, but yeah, just competing with those, it's kind of unnecessary. There's no real reason to do it if you can avoid it. It brings up a good point though, is that you should be reaching out to the preferred venue you have in mind for a release show. If you were going to do a release concert of any kind, you should be talking to the venue as well, because if they don't have that date available, you're screwed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good call. Actually. Yeah. There's nothing worse than planning your release day and you want to do like a big release party and then you're scrambling to find a venue and this is not to overwhelm people who are going to release music because these things are probably not what you'd imagine when you think of releasing your single all these other people that you should be reaching out to but i think it's just something to be aware of if you are planning a big release party then that's a partner that needs to be in the conversation and especially now it's really relevant reaching out earlier now because so many bands are booking shows now right it's incredibly difficult to get bookings venues are full for the most part for the commodore for the example like i know the commodore is pretty much booked up until next year wild (laughs) from what i've heard but i do think it is really important to reach out you know earlier when you're making your release plans so that you're not scrambling at the last minute definitely and we've all scrambled we've all scrambled for sure because we're dumb and didn't think about it earlier (laughs) (laughs) scrambling is no fun for sure reach out to the key bands in your area venues i mean there's kind of you said there's kind of two conversations but maybe there's three there's radio as its own in my head and then there's also just press as like the rest of it (laughs) yeah like i guess you could say there's four then because then there's also your just your team of if you have eight really anyone right like pr and radio are separate they kind of are interlinked almost but yeah like discussing it just with your team if you have a label obviously this conversation goes you know quite far back but yeah your management your agents everybody needs to kind of be on board and if not on board at least they need to be aware (laughs) that you have stuff coming out and if you have a publisher too that's one i think a lot of bands kind of forget about you know to like tell the because the publishers kind of works in the back um not super actively involved in your release plans for the most part yeah, they're usually not at the meeting. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of more passive in a way. They yeah. work behind the scenes. Yeah, it, that's kind of funny thinking about that because they absolutely do need that information to do their job. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. But yeah, your immediate team is definitely another one that's just obviously incredibly important to discuss it with. And your management will be in discussion. You'll be talking to your management the whole time about releases, obviously. But it is important to keep everybody in the loop. Agents is a good one because if they have another band who's releasing something maybe they're trying to like book like a release tour and you're both rock bands then that's kind of tough too for them yeah there's only so many spots yeah so anyway i think yeah the team radio radio pr and then local bands yeah it's funny that we didn't think to talk about the team first because yeah. that that's so important you need 
everybody to be available to throw all the resources at it. Releases are huge, and that initial push is so important. Missing that, find out your manager is going to be on vacation for the whole month. You're you're going to be upset that you chose that date. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. This is kind of an aside, a little bit, but it's related. I see bands release music on like holidays, kind of, and in theory, that sounds great. But then you realize that people aren't around to listen to your music, <laughs> or like I've seen Christmas album drops too, and I'm like, no one's listening to. Your album at, we're all listening to Christmas music yeah. opening, like <laughs> around the tree. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. That's a bit of an aside, but I was just, it came to mind. I, I've seen it. I kind of feel like that's the worst time to try to drop something. I kind of think it is too. I think uh, even like long weekends in Canada here, I don't know about elsewhere. We have May long weekend. I have no idea what May long's for. Long weekend. It's just a long weekend. We just get an extra <laughs> day off, apparently, <laughs> if you're not self-employed anyways. Even that's a bad weekend to choose because everybody just goes camping or whatever. They leave everything behind. They leave your bubble of influence. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If it's like the holidays of Friday yeah, and you're dropping your album on that Friday... You might get a few people listening to it on their way to their vacation, <laughs> but picking a release day is kind of a bit of a different story. You need to discuss your release plans with your calendar also. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, here's a mistake we did make once. I don't think it was for a release. I think it was just for a show we were trying to make big, but we booked it on the same day as a massive UFC card. Did we? we I did. don't even remember this. And that kind of hurt because UFC was huge at the time. I mean, it's still huge, but like it was in a very heyday thing on where we live trying to sell tickets to my meathead <laughs> fight friends you know Liam. <laughs> no i'm totally joking but they all they're like sorry i've, I've got to go watch the card right you know, we're doing a pay-per-view at my brother's house or whatever it is kind of thing or they're going yeah. to a different bar to see it and stuff like that it's like oh right i didn't think about that and i've seen bands try and do gigs on the same night as like the super bowl and oh, stuff like yeah. that and it's like you are gonna lose <laughs> yeah everybody's busy on those giant events yeah, totally. And you can't control all the variables, but at least that is a perfect example, like Super Bowl or some massive sporting event or whatever. You know when those are going to be. So it's definitely just something to keep in mind. You can't compete with the Super Bowl. So just don't try. Don't try. <laughs> <laughs> Make it easy on yourself and don't bother trying. Yeah, that is funny. So yeah, for press, some examples for why that's important is that if you want to have a PR campaign, you might want to try and get an exclusive behind the launch. So that could be like a music blog that is the first to post about your album and does their first article. Yeah, like the day before or something. Yeah, exactly. if they don't have that date available, they're going to pass on it, right? It's, it's not possible. So if you have already committed to a date publicly, you might be screwed on that front. Or we launched a music video with our first radio feature. And that was intentional. It was like, oh, let's try and use this as leverage to get this radio feature so we have something to push it with. Yeah, because the single's already out. So there's, there's all sorts of reasons to try and find your press opportunities before committing to a date so that they have some influence on what date that is. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to talking to your team, right? If you're going to radio, obviously you're going to be talking to your team because you're not going to do it yourself for the most part. I mean, some people do, but let's assume you're working with a promoter. That promoter, if they're good, they have a really good idea of how the landscape looks at radio for any given time. So if you talk to them and say, we want to go to radio with this single on this day, they're able to either check in if they don't know, or they should know how like CanCon, so for international listeners, Canadian content, radios have to play a certain amount of Canadian content. So obviously if there's a huge backlog of Canadian content at radio on that date, there's no point in you trying to break through that especially if it's canadian content for bands who are already big and established radio players like they're obviously going to get the plays over you that's just the way it goes so 
it's super important to talk to your radio team and try to find a slot where you can get in there where you're not competing with all the big radio bands in your country. That's Canada anyway. I don't know how it works with other countries. It might be similar, it might not, but I do know it's really important to talk to the people involved in your release, especially to make sure you have a good chance because, yeah, you don't want to try to compete. It's a waste of money. You're not going to break through if there's a big backlog of stuff they are already planning on playing. And yeah, like I said, radio, good radio promoters know when this backlog's happening. They'll basically be able to help you decide the best window to give your, your single the best chance at radio. So yeah, good to talk to them. NPR is kind of the same thing. Like they know what's happening, especially if they're working with other bands in your space. They know what's happening in the landscape and they're able to kind of advise and say, maybe we should wait another month and try to push it on this day. Or like, it's just really important to talk to these people because that's why you have them on the team. They know what's going on in those spaces way more than we do. We know how to play music. And that's, that's really it. This brings up the time old adage of don't choose a release date before your music's finished as well. We yeah. just got to quickly throw that in there. That's a tried and true classic mistake. Yeah. I think especially now with supply chain problems, it's not just physical product, that's music and services also. So I think that's especially important now is to make sure that your product's done and ready before you're like, we're, we're releasing in three weeks and we're tracking tomorrow. <laughs> it's too unpredictable, especially now. So it's very important to have all that done and ready to go. Good point. <laughs> Well, I still see it happen. Yeah. It always blows my mind. Yeah. Like, you are so eager to get it out. You haven't even recorded it yet. <laughs> yeah. I do still see that also. So it's funny that you brought that up because I think you're setting yourself up for failure that way. Like, you can't really build the team enough because the team needs the product to be able to work it. You know, they're working it before it comes out. That's not like your PR team just starts emailing people on the Friday that it gets <laughs> released, right? Like, they're working it early. So, that also kind of ties into making sure that the product's done and you're giving your team enough time to make a splash for it when it comes out. I remember going back to our chat with Brittany from Unleashed Archers. He said that the label doesn't move a finger until she sends some music. Yeah. It's like, until that music exists, we're not doing anything. Yeah, they need the deliverables. And again, like with publishers, same thing, right? Like they want the record so they can start working it early. I mean, because that's the thing with publishing and trying to get sync and stuff is they can work it early. It doesn't have to be released in order for them to start pitching. People looking for sync, for the most part, want fresh stuff, you know? Like, and of course you get syncs on your back catalog, happens all the time, but I think you have a better shot pushing your brand new record because it's got a story and you can sell it as like their new record. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to keep pushing your same old shit. Like if we went trying to get syncs now with our back catalog it's possible but way more difficult because the story doesn't really exist anymore it's much more difficult having something fresh and giving them the most amount of ammo that you can for them to be able to go after syncs and try to get you placements so yeah it's important to talk to them early and deliver them the product and not say hey we'll get it to you on thursday so you can pitch it and then releases Friday. <laughs> and we definitely have more than one episode about like the assets that come along with a release yeah. outside of music. So all of those need that time as well. And that's all going to take a conversation with your team, of course, as well. Yeah. Plan your release better. <laughs> I think this is another thing that we probably would have been more aware of if we had had the conversation with someone. Like it, I think it would have affected how we did things, especially early on before we had management. A lot of people listening probably don't have aren't working with managers and that's totally fine but if you are that's where a manager can help especially a good one because a manager has the connections 
they also have a good sense of when things should be releasing too, so they can help you with that. But what I was going to say is when we, early on when we weren't working with management, I don't think we really thought about this stuff very much. And I think we kind of got lucky for the most part because our releases, they worked out for us. That's kind of luck because we weren't, like obviously we didn't release on long weekends. I think we knew that, but we just kind of went for it. Yeah, we did. We only focused on like one thing at a time, which nowadays I don't think is enough. We were like, oh, we're releasing with the music video. We're going to push everything to that music video. Yeah. And that's, for whatever reason, that's what we're doing. I think also we probably couldn't afford to be doing like multiple things at the same time. But that multi-pronged approach, if you can do it, especially if you get grant money in the system, which is another episode, you're firing like four arrows instead of one. And it's probably going to hit. Yeah, exactly. Whereas we were like, we have a music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to release it, but we don't have PR to go along with it. But it's going to happen. That goes back to assembling the team, if you can, and how important that is to kind of get everybody working as a unit. And that goes with making sure everybody can work as a unit based on when you're releasing and get your overarching release cycle and schedule. Absolutely. Yeah. Check with them. Check with your team. Check with your team. <laughs> Otherwise, you will have angry emails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that goes both ways, though. We've definitely had uh, the emails come our way with like, all right, this is when this is happening. Or like, the tour is now three days longer. And you're like, that's a problem, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So money will help you build your team uh, past, you know, so you can shoot more arrows, like Marcus said. I like that analogy. But the more you've grown your team, the more money that's in play, the more important communication becomes hugely more important so that you don't waste all that money. You're not throwing dud sticks out instead of arrows. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. As your team grows, it becomes so much more important to coordinate with everybody. Once you start building that team out, it, it becomes kind of pertinent to have a manager. Really. Again, back to like, do you need a manager episode at the beginning of this whole podcast? But this is just something that's really great to kind of keep in mind. And it shouldn't be overwhelming. Like, I don't want to try to make people think that you have to check with every single band in your area like if they're releasing something it's just something to be aware of something to think about when you choose a release date because there's no point in competing with other bands locally you may as well work together to kind of give yourselves the best chance absolutely yeah. and yeah honestly chances are if you thought of like two bands that you definitely need to talk to they're probably the bands you want opening that release show for you anyways yeah <laughs> you know so yeah, you need yeah. them to be available just to, to be there so it all works together all right short but sweet but uh, i think important Let's do our Patreon shout-out. All right. If you are not aware, we have a Patreon membership where you can sign up to support Marcus and I making this podcast. And Logan, our new editor, shout-out to Logan. Welcome to the team, man. And the top-tiered membership gets you a shout-out on the podcast. And here are those lovely people. We have Evan Miller of The Wild Romantics. Chris Erickson of Scove, Bernard from the Enrons, Ryan from Venom and Spirit. Ryan was just on the SS Neverender metal cruise ship. Do you hear about that? No, I Spirit don't. Box, previous guests on the podcast and locals to the island were on it with like Coheed and Cambria and stuff. It's this big metal festival on a cruise ship. Are you serious? In like Florida or something. I know it sounds insane, especially with like today. Being <laughs> stuck on a boat. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I saw photos, it looked insane. And then uh, I was messaging with Ryan and he said that he slept for like, I think he said he slept for 18 hours or something after it. Oh, I want to see what's done. Yep. He's so hungover that he thought he had COVID. Oh my <laughs> But he got tested and he doesn't. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. So uh, congratulations, Ryan. I hope you had fun, man. Uh, Grady from Leather Apron Revival. Lucas from Vogue Villains. Graham from Carmana. 
Kevin from Supreme Remedy, Rob Elo, Carlin from Mulligan, Nathan from Sleep Shake, Tim Selden from For Fear Itself, and Jamie Houston from Victimara, and Ryan Stringer from Signal Static. Thank you all very much. We appreciate the support, and we will see you next week. What's up, everyone? This is Malcolm Owen Flood here, one of the hosts of Your Band Sucks at Business. If you've been listening to this for a while, you may be aware that we haven't done a new episode in quite a while. Stay tuned. I'm sure there will be more coming. But for right now, I wanted to give you an update on where Marcus and I are at and where you can find us and find out what we're doing right now. So currently, I'm over at the Self-Recording Band podcast, which is another one of my podcasts that I co-host. And if you are into doing DIY recordings with your music or your band's music, you absolutely got to check that podcast out. But in addition, I'm also doing some YouTube content and pushing that really hard right now. So I ask you to please go check out my YouTube channel. You can find me under my name, Malcolm Ownflood, M-A-L-C-O-M-O-W-E-N-F-L-O-O-D. You'll find me, and I'm doing tons of fun stuff over there. I'd love to have you come visit me on YouTube. And please do give me a subscribe. That is super appreciated. And now for Marcus, he is just killing it right now. He's been touring pretty much all over the world, with Current Swell and Luca Fogali and some other folks. He's just absolutely killing it. And he's got his own website up, marcusmanhas.com. And you can go find his kind of touring sessions, playback stuff all up on there. Totally encourage you to go connect with him. And again, thanks for listening to the Your Band Sucks at Business podcast. It is so appreciated. And I'm super glad that these episodes are helping people out there. Don't be a stranger. Do reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Instagram's probably the best place to find Marcus or myself. So connect with us there. We'd love, love to hear from you. And yeah, enjoy the episode. Thanks.